Hi there, and welcome to the Engage Employee Podcast. There is an irrefutable body of evidence which proves that organizations with engaged employees have more engaged customers and as a result gain long-term competitive advantage. The culture and commercial benefits of organizations taking a holistic view of their employee and customer engagement strategies are proven. For over a decade, we've helped some of the world's biggest brands engage with their workforce through our industry-leading conferences and online digital media. To find out more, visit engageemployee.com. What I want to talk to you today about is what we're seeing as an organization. So um, just to give you some background, we have around 5 million um, people using our system, um, lots of customers all over the world. Um, and the top trends that we're seeing are not industry trends, these are what our customers are saying to us. So, um, and it gives you a good idea of where the employee experience platform is being driven from the end user's perspective rather than from us as an organization. So, um, what I'm going to do is uh, cover top trends, think about your internet, think about an employee experience platform, and don't get hung up on the words here because they change every year. It's an internet, it's a portal, something else. And then hopefully at the end, because we've got an extended 30 minutes, then we'll get uh, a Q&A. So, um, just to give you some background, well, I'll go back one. Um, that's me. Um, um, I apparently am an employee experience expert. Um, I've just been working in this space for about 25 years now. Um, which is a bit worrying because we are still seeing the same problems that I was seeing in the late 80s, early 90s, the noughties, still got the same problems. But we've got better technology now, so hopefully we'll be able to fix those things. So, this first slide is, is just, it's always there. Okay, so, um, your employees' expectations have changed. They just have, not because of anything you've done, not because of technology, but because what they do at home. Okay, so nothing to do with the workplace, this, this problem here. So, what happens? It's not for me. So, I go onto a platform and I'm getting information and I've got nothing to do with my role, nothing to do with what I'm interested in. We're still seeing this all of the time. This is, we're getting feedback about this. So, if you've got an employee who goes on your platform and they see information that's just completely irrelevant, that's it, you've lost them. They won't come back. Can't tempt them back with chocolates or anything. Once they're gone, they're gone. Okay, and it, you're probably the same at home, on Facebook, on Twitter, or whatever it may be. The other problem is too much information, and that is born out of the fact that you don't know how to target people. You don't know what the roles are. You don't know what's important to them. It's kind of, from an employee perspective, means they don't care. Okay, um, as brutal as that may sound. And the other thing is I didn't see it, and we'll talk about this as we go through, which means you're not putting on my device, whatever that device may be, okay? So, um, 
people's expectations are completely different now. You're driven by what you do at home. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a very old person. I've been working in this place for a long time. When I used to go to work, the computer I had at work was powered by hamsters and, and it was you could take buildings down when you turned it on, but it was better than anything I could have had at home. That's completely different now. When people are at home, it doesn't matter about the power of the machine that they've got, it's what they're looking at. And they're going on Facebook, they're going on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and then they're coming to work and they're going, wow, this is just awful. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that I want to see. So, Outside influences are driving um, what, what employees expect, and that's quite important. So, top trend. So, um, this is what we're going to look at. Um, I, you've probably noticed already I will probably waffle on a little bit about some areas of this and, and pull back on others. Um, but we're going to look at your internet, email and newsletters, cross-departmental collaboration, Personalizing the employee experience and mobile and frontline employees. So, the role of your internet. So, um, <coughs> whatever you're using at the moment, whatever platform it is, um, this is kind of what our customers are saying to us. We want an accessible, personalized, easy to navigate environment with advanced self service capabilities. I want a Ferrari. Yeah, it's, it's, you've got to just pair these things back. That's quite a sweeping statement, yeah? And it's a big ask of any system. I'll put SAB there, not because I'm a Thunderbirds fan, just because that is fuzzy at best, okay? It's just a sweeping statement. You can't really work with that. I'm a techie. I build platforms and build employee experience um, systems. And if somebody comes to me with that, into my northern persona and just say that that's probably not a good idea. So, legacy internet. So this is what we're seeing as an organization. Um, uh, a lot of internets take a lot of time to manage, maintain and update. They, they just do because of the technology that they sit on or because you've not passed over the responsibility to a community manager or an internet manager, whatever that may be. Okay. Um, the second one there is a real pain. If you require specialist skills to develop anything, so if you want to connect to Workday or uh, SAP or any of those common HR systems, do you have to get a developer in to do that, which is a bad thing really nowadays. Um, the other thing is a lot of intranets, and this is just what we're seeing. I'm, you know, I'm not, this is not my ideas. This is what customers are talking to us about. They lack integration. So, you know, if you're using SharePoint, does it have 50 different web parts that you can connect to 20 different HR systems? If you're using any other system, can you integrate without getting a developer involved? The other thing is, and this is quite important. So we talk about, for years we've talked about adoption and engagement. How do you get people on the platform? How do you get them interested in your platform? 
Now, there's an easy solution to this, and it really is simple, and it's just let them sell things on it. That's how you get people on your platform, but that isn't an option nowadays. So, um, how do you portray your culture and values? So, if you can't portray who you are, what you believe in, what your employees should believe in, um, then it's very difficult for them to take any notice whatsoever of your internet. Um, and that usually comes from heavy branding, being able to brand the internet. Does it look like the company that I work for? Do I recognize it? Am I interested in it? So, consequently, I've crossed all of that out because it's, from an end user's perspective, it's just a deal. Yeah? That's what tends to happen with internet if you don't get it right. And it's not easy to get it right. I'm not, I'm, there's no magic formulas to this. Um, but I'll kind of take you through some things that you should consider when you're going to set up or rebrand or refresh your internet. So, um, <coughs> email and newsletters. Um, how much is too much or not enough? Well, it, it's kind of an irrelevant question. So, if you think about your internal users, employees, whatever naming convention you want to use, um, if you talk to your marketing department, you spend millions, or hundreds of thousands, or, or maybe less, um, segmenting, targeting information to people to sell something. Okay? We don't do that internally. Um, and it's really odd to me why we don't do that. So if you're, and you don't have to be a large organization to do this. So, if you want to send a piece of information to people, probably send it to everyone in your organization via email is not a good idea. Um, especially if you're looking about, if you're looking at your carbon footprint, does anybody know about emails? And, they're just devastating. They're just, and if you put an attachment on it, if you put a newsletter on it, you may as well just chop down a rainforest every time you send an email out. So just consider what you're doing from that perspective. But we won't get into that too much today. So, can you segment your people? Can you segment who you're going to send it to? Can you broadcast a message to them? What if they don't want it on email? What if the newsletter, they don't want to see a PDF? We, we talk to a lot of organizations who still send out newsletters with PDFs or Word documents um, or a massive email, which is great if you're on a mobile. It'll take you a week to read it. Okay? The other thing is broadcasting to the right audience. So if I'm a project manager, I don't really want to see the latest information on building telecommunications masts. You've got to be able to target your audience properly. Okay? And the other thing, multi-channel time delivery. So, if you're using Google Chat, I'm sure half of you guys here have probably been using Microsoft Teams, or if you're using SharePoint, or if you're using Slack, or if you're using some other mechanism, then why, why should I just have to get it through email? Why can't I not get it in Microsoft Teams, or Google Chat, or Slack? Yeah? So think about multi-channel. But 
We tend to get this too much, this scattergun approach. I have no idea who you are, so I'm just going to throw everything at you. Okay? You just, the first thing that you do as an end user, even if it's an internal corporate email, you say, this is junk, I don't want to see this again. And people do that. I, I know we don't want to believe it because we feel I've done it a million times at various companies that I've worked for. And I don't think any of them are in the audience, so we're all right. Um, so, so you've got to be careful. Just don't send the email. If you're going to scattergun it, just don't do it. Don't send it. Think of a better way. Um, the other one is not enough. So, um, and this is a tough one. So, you've got to consider the devices that are people on, people who are disconnected. Um, and we'll come on to this in a sec, but it, it has always been the elephant in the room, and it continues to be the elephant in the room. So, the other thing, and this is uh, an interesting thing, um, from Forrester, that's why Forrester's logo is on there. Forrester are great for a wealth of information. Um, so, cross-departmental collaboration is when digital transformation works. And this is true. I'm not going to poo-poo this or anything. Um, it, it, it actually is true. So, if you look at that Venn diagram, that's kind of what we're looking at with cross-departmental collaboration, which is different parts of an organization getting together for a defined purpose. Okay, so it might be you're going to put a new HR system in, or you're going to put a, something, uh, a new payment system in. IT will be implementing it, comms will be telling people about it, HR will probably give you support to do. So, uh, Forrester say, Cross-functional teams will rule at the most innovative companies. I'm not sure rule's the right word there, but it works. It really does work. But in reality, how do you support it? So if, if a group of different uh, departments or people within those departments want to come together for a particular project, how do you communicate to them? How do you collaborate with them? How do you allow them to collaborate with each other across teams? And then, how do you then say, okay, project's over, we'll destroy it? How do you recreate that and recreate it? So, and this is purely down to understanding your audience and having the technology that will underpin you being able to do that. Now, I'm sure you guys have seen this a thousand times, and it does work. People come together for a particular reason. We tend to wrap these things around IT and technology, but it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. So my local rivers trust, so I spend my life fishing. That's really why I work, so I can go fishing. Um, and I'm a member of our local rivers trust. And they get people together to plant trees or to put fishing or river or whatever it may be. And they all come from different backgrounds. And for that defined period, it works and it works well. And then we're all disbanded. Now, that works in most environments, whether you're in a river environment, whether you're in a financial environment, whether you're in a HR environment. The means of supporting that from a technology standpoint is really difficult. So you need a platform that's going to do it. So, um, the 
seamless integration. So, <clears throat> I was a, a SharePoint consultant for 20 years, and SharePoint used to do this brilliantly, seamless integration. It was phenomenal. And then Microsoft got the goalposts and boing, they went. And seamless integration was just gone. Now, if you look at this information, this is old information, and I am lazy, I admit I'm lazy, I should have updated this, but I haven't. But it gives you an idea. In 2021, there was around 110 apps used by the average enterprise, okay? Which is a lot of apps, okay? Um, now, 35, so that bottom figure there, 35 switches between apps today for an employee. We all do it, I'm sure, email, Teams, Google Chat, whatever you use in your work. You're switching between that, between that, between that. And then somebody says, these are productivity suites. And it's like, really? Why do I have to keep switching? It takes me, I mean, I'm old, it takes me 20 minutes to actually regain focus on what I was doing before somebody sent me a message to show me a picture of the hamster. You know, it's really difficult to, to come back in contact. So, productivity suites, I'm not sure. But this picture here, this image, basically says, okay, this is kind of where we should be going. Okay, so, um, this is a Turbo Tool X32. Okay? It's obviously a cooling mechanism. But, there's a picture of it. There is a chat here in Microsoft Teams or a Google chat, it doesn't really matter, where people are talking about that particular use, okay? And then, in the top right there, there's documents about that particular use, and there's links, and there's people that I can talk to about that, that, those units, and there's installers who can help me install that, okay? Now then, there's communities. So these coolers are popular, they've got communities up to them. But all of that information could come from those 110 different systems. And in order to engage people with a subject matter, they shouldn't have to jump on app to app to app to app. It's just, you don't get anything done. So what you want is you want a platform that's going to bring the information all into one place. So for example, let's just take this cool about this. Imagine you're an employee, you go on the home page, I want to see how many days holiday I've got left. I want to see my pay slip. Okay? I want to see um, when my colleagues are on holiday so that I can book my holidays around them so it doesn't inconvenience the people. Um, I want to see the latest documents that I've published. I want to see uh, any leads that I have to approve. All of this information will come from different systems. I shouldn't have to switch from app to app to app to app. So you need to think about how are you going to do this in context. And then, what if this person moves department? Yeah? They're no longer interested in cool boxes. They're now interested in something completely different. How are you going to change that context? Because it has to be in context. If I'm an installer and I go onto that page, I should have a different view than if I'm a procurement guy who wants to buy a laptop. So I guess you kind of see where I'm going with this. Okay. So 
elephant up there um, just because it's still the elephant in the room. Mobile and frontline employees. It just isn't. Um, so, a second ago I mentioned about contextual, when you hit your intranet or whatever you want to call your, your internal platform, it should know who you are, what you do, what you're interested in, who your colleagues are, all of the facets that will present that information to you. And you would expect that in a browser, and then as soon as you give somebody a mobile, you say, <coughs> big tick, we're, we're, we're reaching our mobile and frontline users. And how are you doing that? Well, we give them access to our internet. We've made it responsive. And then people go on it, and they're like, okay, What's that all about? All of that really sexy stuff about your internet, it's contextual and personalized and understands who you are and understands how you're feeling and what you've got to do in your work day to day and your colleagues. As soon as you put it on mobile, for some reason, it all falls apart. So the same experience that you have in your browser, you must have on your mobile. You must have that. It's difficult. It's going to be difficult, I guarantee you. But you have to do it because more and more of us are becoming mobile users. It used to be people in the field, um, but it's not that's not the case anymore. It can be anybody. So you still have to have that profile experience coupled with well, what do I have to do on a day-to-day basis? Okay? So and it's still the elephant in the room. Um, and we talk a lot, and I'm sure in the sessions during today, people have talked a lot about inclusion. And one of the things that people don't think about inclusion <coughs> is technology. Yeah? So if you can't afford to give everybody in your organization mobile phones, and you say to them, here's an app, download it from the Google Store or from Android or wherever, um, then, and they install it, and then you're not giving them the correct um, experience on that, then it does come under inclusion because you can't afford to give people mobile phones. You want them to use the mobile phone of their choice on whatever platform they choose. If you're not going to give them that, then you're saying, right, well, if you haven't got a mobile phone, you're not going to get any news. Yeah? So you've got to think about the technology as part of your inclusion. So, these are things that we talked about. We talked about with customers all day, every day. Customers who come to us are probably thinking about an intranet refresh or um, an employee experience platform. <coughs> As I said earlier, don't get too tied up in the naming of this. But you want a platform that's going to do something for your employees, and you want to engage them properly. So. Think about your internet at the moment. Now, I'm not telling you all to get rid of your internet and come and join your maps and the world will be a happy place. Um, <coughs> what I'm doing is, is trying to give you some ideas of what you should think about. Okay, so if you want to make an update or a change to your current internet, and I don't mean changing the logo, I mean something a bit more significant, then do you need to go to your IT department? So, um, <coughs> which is not a good thing, really. 
look at relevant IT departments, I've worked in IT, IT departments pretty much all my life. But um, you need management and control to deal with issues like this. Without destroying IT's faith that they're not going to take down all the systems. So, do you need IT or developers to make a change? Will it integrate with productivity feeds? I put productivity in because that's what they say. I, productivity is a personal thing. Microsoft and Google are obviously the big ones. Plugins. So, can you actually connect to other systems without going through a whole rigmarole of redevelopment, rechanging um, networks, uh, getting developers involved, getting third parties involved? Can you search on your platform? Does it search your platform or does it search everything that you're connected to? Does it search your HR system? Does it search ServiceNow? Does it search SAP? Does it search uh, other SharePoint sites? Does it search Google sites, etc., etc.? What you don't want to be doing is search. It's putting something in the search box and then say, oh, I want to see things on SharePoint. Go to SharePoint, do a search. I want to see things on Microsoft Teams. I want to see things on email. Federated search. It's an old thing. Um, and, you know, it was there and it worked a tree 20 years ago. And then the trends of the world said we don't need federated search. And now we do because we've got information everywhere. And this last one is really important personalization and privacy. When somebody hits your intranet, and I don't mean department, I don't mean good morning, Dave, you work in IT. That's personalization, and that could fire people on the job. That's not the way to do it. Okay? So, can you target them down to their age, maybe their interests, their department, obviously, um, which project they're working on, which multiple projects they're working on, etc., etc. So, could an employee experience platform help? I bet you know the answer to this already, but I'll go through it anyway. So, an employee experience is the sum of all interactions which it kind of it is, but let's not just stick on technology. This is interaction between human beings as well. Let's not forget that we are um, humans. So, um, but um, what's important here is the context of those interactions. So if I want to talk to Dan, who I work with, who's a sales guy, what is the context of that? Am I asking Dan if he's okay, if he watched the football last night? Or am I talking to Dan about a project that we're working on together? So your system should know what projects you're working on, what stage you are in those projects, etc., etc. The things that shape the context of what you do. So, employees have different touch points in the day-to-day -day world. They just do, unless you have a specific job that you just don't have any touch point with anybody. And there are jobs that, that do that. There are roles within So, this is what we do at the maps, you know, um, and we do it very well. So, the first thing is, we understand each employee. Now, most people say, oh, well, that's easy. You just go into Active Directory and find out, you know, what the telephone number is, 
togetherness that scales up. There's more to it than that. So, understanding each employee is, you think about it as a directory or a directory service, that's fine, username, password, blah, 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 no problem. But think about information from Workday, information from your HR system, information from your learning management system. You've got to bring all of that into one place. That makes up a user's persona, their profile, not just active directory. The second part of this is orchestrating the journey. So, if you look at an intranet, one of the, one of the things that, or one of the elements of an intranet that people spend ages on, absolute ages, is the navigation. How do we get the navigation right? How do we take a user through a journey through our intranet? We ain't going to do it in navigation. It just doesn't work. People click on what they want to click on. So what you've got to do is think, how am I going to orchestrate where they go through that system? So why don't you automate it for them? So if they're using Microsoft Teams, why don't you say, hey, Dave, you're on this project. You're working with Dan. You're working with Helen. Here's their contact details. This is where you need to go within your systems for this particular project with these particular people. And we do that really well. We have something built in called Journeys, funnily enough. Great for onboarding people. <laughs> great for offboarding people. You know, you can send the people to five and say, sorry, Dave, you never know. So, that's simple. The other thing is delivering a personalized experience. If you know an employee, if you can take them down a particular route, and you can personalize that because you, you're 90% the way through. It's not that difficult. You just need the technology underneath that will connect to these different systems to take the user through that. And the other thing is, deliver a personalized experience regardless of what they're on. Okay? So if they're on a mobile, then you have to deliver it. So, um, this is an interesting concept. And, and you'll see this, this isn't, this isn't specific to us. You'll see this in a lot of um, employee engagement um, slides. But the most important thing is this, the key moment. So, if somebody returning from maternity leave, going on sick leave, there are key moments in an employee's life. And these are dependent on your organization. I can't tell you what they are, but you will know them. You'll know what the key moments in your organization are. What you need to be able to do is to reach out to them with campaigns, broadcasts, whatever you want, or you take them through a journey saying, Dave, you've been off for four years because you've won the lottery. You've become useless and drunk, but we want you back, and we're going to take you through this journey. So you can, you can orchestrate things like leaving, changes, anything you want. And, and the key moments are really, really important. So the other thing is experience should everything. Almost all the people that we talk to, they have zero personalization as department. That's about as far as it goes, and it goes a lot further than that. So um, think beyond just department or role. Um, so, coming towards the end now, so big ideas, and they are big ideas, but ex employee experience is expected. It's not arrived, it arrived a long time it's expected. Experience is driven by your org. I can't tell you what that experience would be. You know your own people who will drive that. Uh, rich personalization, contextual, is really, really important. Um, when you evaluate the 
just think about what, where you want it to be and what hoops you'll have to jump through to get there. And this last thing is really important. If your system understands your employees, you can personalize your experience. And it really is that simple. How you personalize it, how you push that is entirely up to you, what channels you use. But um, if, you, if you understand who they are, you can take them through the journey across the journey.